Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bookmark Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Coker, and today we have a wonderful treat of a book. But before I get to that, just want to say a quick thank you to everybody who has given us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're up to 25 five-star reviews now with five written reviews, so I'm just floored, and I really appreciate everybody who's been doing that, so thank you for that. All right, so as I said earlier, we have a treat. This one is a throwback, one of my personal favorites here. I remember growing up reading this as a kid and loving it. Something about the drawing style of Mark Brown. It just captured my imagination, having animals living in a treehouse that's made from a tree. But we learn what happens when one animal gets a little too possessive about his rug. Today we are reading Rabbit's New Rug. I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. Rabbit's New Rug by Judy Delton Pictures by Mark Brown Rabbit had a new rug in his house. The Flora Floor Store had just delivered it. The rug had large red tulips on it and small yellow daisies. It had green leaves and light blue snapdragons. Rabbit clapped his paws together. My new rug is so pretty. I'll call my friends over to see it. Rabbit dialed Fox's number. I'll be over as soon as my strawberry jam is cooked, he said. Then Rabbit called Owl. I'll come as soon as I finish my nap, he said sleepily, looking at his watch. Rabbit was waiting at his door for his friends. When Fox arrived, he looked over Rabbit's shoulder at the new rug. What a beautiful rug, he said. What fine-looking red flowers. Red is my favorite color, you know. Fox began to walk into the house. Don't walk on the rug, shouted Rabbit, holding up a paw. Look, Rabbit, you invited me over. Am I supposed to stand outside? Walk along the edges of the room, then, said Rabbit. Just don't step on the rug. Fox sighed and squeezed close to the wall. I hope you wiped your feet on the mat, scolded Rabbit. You really should have worn your galoshes in this weather. Rabbit, it is summer. No one wears galoshes in summer. Here, I brought a jar of jam for you. Thank you, Fox, but we'd better not open it. Some might get on my rug and leave a terrible sticky spot. It wouldn't show if it fell on the red flowers, said Fox under his breath. Soon Owl came to the door. He handed Rabbit a plate of brownies. From the bakery, he yawned. I wanted to bring a treat and I didn't have time to bake so early in the day. Early, said Fox. It is two o'clock. The day is half over. Not for me, said Owl. It hasn't even begun yet. Thank you for the brownies, Owl, said Rabbit. But we had better not eat them. Someone might spill crumbs on my new rug. Owl looked at the rug. That is a fine rug, Rabbit. Almost too pretty to walk on. That's why I'm standing here near the wall, muttered Fox. Just then, Raccoon came by and looked in the door. Why, Rabbit, you have a new rug, he said. Then he noticed his friends leaning up against the wall. Raccoon wondered why they were standing there, but before he could say anything, Rabbit asked, Are you molting, Raccoon? Black hair would look bad on this new rug. No, no, I'm not molting, said Raccoon. 
I think birds molt, he said, frowning at Owl. The animals stood in a row along the wall and admired Rabbit's new rug. The flowers look real enough to pick, said Fox. The sun makes them sparkle, said Owl. It's such a cheerful rug, said Rabbit happily. Perhaps we should leave, murmured Raccoon. The animals filed out the door. Hmm. 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 Goodbye, called Rabbit. The next day, Rabbit admired his rug all day long. He felt how soft it was. He vacuumed and brushed it three times. He used his carpet sweeper twice. What a handsome rug, he said to himself. I have never seen another like it. No one in the woods has such a colorful one. Every day, Rabbit admired his rug. Every day, he walked around the rug so he wouldn't make footprints on it. And every day, he was alone. No one came to see him. A week went by. One morning, Rabbit said to himself, It sure is quiet around here. I would bake, but I may get flour on my rug. I would sew, but threads and lint would fall all over it. The hours grew longer and longer. Rabbit had read all of his books. And he was tired of watching TV. A rug isn't much company, he said. I miss my friends. The next day, Rabbit called Fox and Owl and Raccoon on the telephone. I am having a party this afternoon, he said to each of them. I would like you to come. A party? A party? They each said in surprise. Ha! That should be fun, thought Fox. All of us squeezing next to the wall. Meanwhile, Rabbit hung balloons and streamers in his living room and put flowers on the table. He planned games and bought prizes for the winners. At two o'clock, the animals arrived at Rabbit's house. Fox looked suspicious. Raccoon looked doubtful. Owl looked sleepy. Fox knocked on the door. Maybe the party is in the yard, said Raccoon, looking around. Just then, Rabbit opened the door. Come in, he said happily. I'm so glad to see you. But, said Fox, what about your new rug? What about it, said Rabbit. Does that mean we can walk on it, asked Raccoon. Rabbit nodded. Well, I'll be, said Owl, rubbing his eyes. And so they all went inside. The friends sang, Old MacDonald had a farm, and played Pin the Tail on the Donkey. They laughed and talked, and then they ate pie and cake and nuts and candy. Rabbit did not say anything when crumbs fell on the rug. What a great party, said Fox. What good food, said Raccoon. It's a fine new rug celebration, said Owl, who was wide awake now. After everyone left, Rabbit sat in his rocking chair. He rocked back and forth on his new rug. He looked at the bright flowers. All around him, he saw streamers and balloons and leftover food. 
Rabbit yawned, and then he smiled. There's nothing like old friends to help break in a new rug, he said. Well, I didn't mean to find a book that had such a timely message, but I think we all can relate to being alone and not wanting to be alone, so let's not let our possessions get in the way of our relationships with other people. Speaking of which, I just want to do one more thank you to Dave and Lauren Moore for providing me access to their studio space to make all of this happen. They've been incredibly generous and supportive with the whole thing. I look forward to the day when I'm able to actually pay them something for all of their time and service in this. Well, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you, as always, for keeping your favorite stories bookmarked. Have a great day.